Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Last week on In The Moment. Yo, don't ever go <laughs> find information from Rub Me Down Rugal and tell me what's going on in what the world. Why that fucking thing stuck, man? Because you let the white man give you that nickname. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, who you with? Real quick, I want to get y'all opinions on this because I saw it go viral on Instagram. They said, who had the best run so far in hip-hop if it was Atlanta versus New York? And that's the same face I made because, damn it, that's a tough one. (laughs) And I'm from New York. So I'm so biased on this that I don't even believe I can compete. I can't say nothing. I feel like Atlanta has had the game in a chokehold, yo, for quite some time. You can't deny that. Since Outcast. But don't forget where it started. Facts. Okay, you're right. The first thing that came to mind when he said that, the initial thing, was New York. But then I had to digest it. Atlanta and New York, they're both great, but there's different attributes about them i feel like new york has realer lyrics than atlanta atlanta's lyrics don't go as deep as new york we rap rap exactly not taking it away from atlanta because tiaka rap ludicrous rap outcast rap andre 3000 is ridiculous lyrically i'm not taking mm-hmm. it away but we have a little bit more of the lyricists lyric wise new york agree right mm-hmm. party wise atlanta i agree but if we talking about the feel hip-hop Who's carried hip-hop? Who's more relevant to truly being the heart of hip-hop? And I think there's no loser here because I think when it comes to this conversation, it's Atlanta and New York. But it's New York. It's New York. Why? Because it's where we started, yo. That's where it started, we created but that's not where hip-hop. it ended. That's fair. <laughs> and I just had this argument so, in so Disney deaf. on BBA with Burt when he wanted to tell me that Julius Irvin was the best Philadelphia 76er of all time. And I told him Allen Iverson, a bust Dr. J ass, <laughs> one-on-one. Atlanta has so, so deaf and out. Like, come on. We talking Outcast? about the originators. So, we talking so about deaf? all the way back. No, you said the KRS-One, LL Cool J. You said the feel. Rock him, Big Daddy K. I mean, we are we are hip hop. What you mean? Jay-Z, Nas, 50. What are we talking about? I love Atlanta. You know I'm a big Andre 3000 fan. So you're saying you started and we made it better? I'm saying that we started it, y'all picked it up, and y'all gave it y'all own flavor, which made it better okay. overall. Because what you know about that? Because the South has something to say. Oh, he know. <laughs> yo, he just bank had bounced on me, yo. Nah, I'm out. Know, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. It's gonna be a Will hey, Smith situation in here. Yo, get jiggy with it on me again, dog. Nah, that's right. Yo, I hate. I hate. Nah. Nah. Either way, you see it, Atlanta and New York, both are fire. East yeah, Coast, fire. let's go. Amazing, amazing. When it comes to impact on hip hop, who's next? All right, time for more ain't shit. Yo, I'm be honest with y'all. This is a safe space, right? Yes. Yeah. You know what I realized on this BBA trip? I'm not good at kids' ages. You what can't you guess? Hell no. I'm so bad, yo. <laughs> they be like, yo, how old was he? I'll be like, seven? He was 12. He was definitely 12, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, I'd be way off. I'd be like, he was about four. He'd be nine. <laughs> yo. Yo. Yo, I'm horrible. I don't know. Yo, I was looking at the sheet and I was like, nah, he's 36. Yo, am I the only one? Oh, you no. think I am? <laughs> you about what? 19? <laughs> Yo, y'all be knowing kids' ages like randomly? Nah. Yo, fam, I be way off. I thought a kid was five. The kid was nine. Damn. Kids grow up, they grow up faster than nowadays. Is that what it is? Yeah, for sure. 
So what I'm did not- you think a five-year-old was nine? Oh, no, Katie. All right, that's, that's a- why I'm asking if I'm shit or not. That's that's a difference. That's no, a, they grow up, They for real, they grow up faster nowadays. Nah, I really, a five-year-old uh, nah, is nah. a nine-year-old? No, 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 no. If we being honest, I'm joking, but if we being honest, I definitely thought, like, a kid was about seven and the kid was four. <laughs> oh, I'm <girl>. this many. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> bro, he didn't even know how to talk to you. <laughs> Yo, he was mad smart for a four-year-old, yo. Nah, bro, you was yo, mad stupid come for on, a third. Yo, he was <laughs> yo, he's talking taxes. What you mean? You haven't filed your taxes yet? Yo, fam, he was a Democrat. So what do you think about this policy? <laughs> Katie, he had an opinion on the Will Smith slap. How was, was I supposed to know? To be honest, you, I think it was out of line. <laughs> to be right. quite frankly with All right. you. All right. All right, I ain't shit. I get it, okay? I get it. I get it. Moving on. Who's next? Note of the week. Done. Note of the week is this. Have you ever in your adult life stopped to think to yourself that the reason you are adulting, struggling, Hustling, paying bills, suffering through this life where every day we learn more and more that people ain't shit. All because two people had sex years ago who don't even like each other. (laughs) Yes. Yo. My dad told me the story. Where your dad said this to you? Yo, my dad was ruthless. My mom ain't never told me how I was conceived, but my dad was like, let me tell you something. Hey, what he said? He said, we was in a club. Uh, <laughs> I pulled this shit out. No, 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 this is what my dad said. Wait, what he said? No, no, no joke. My dad was like, we was in a club, right? And I saw your mom, but her friend saw me. <laughs> As I saw it. And he was like, her friend wanted me, but I want your mom, Katie. So, look. <laughs> What, Dad? He's like, yeah. I just like sideline her friend. I didn't care about her friend. So, <laughs> so then, excuse me. I started talking to your mom, and then we went back to the college campus. And Katie, uh, you was conceived on. He told me the campus that I was conceived. Wow. On in Oklahoma. Wow. Boomer. Yo, my, sooner. Yo, my father <laughs> did that too. Yo, and to I was my like, sister. Dad, I didn't want to know that. Facts. He drove by this little spot called the Dolphin Inn, and told my sister. That's where it happened, Queen. <laughs> and I looked up and saw three dolphins on the top of this shitty ass building. And I said, "Yo, you know what's crazy?" She though? never had to know that. My dad told me I was I was conceived on a college campus. They Under had the gradu- they, they had graduated by then. Oh, damn. so why are y'all saw the college campus? Oh, what? Yo, they, they was yo. in their mid twenties. Yo, they wasn't even enrolled when you was conceived. <laughs> yo, you a nasty child. Yo, they wasn't even. They wasn't even getting credits when they decided that you was going to be a thing. I wish I would be conceived by two people on the campus for no reason. You ain't on none of the athletics team. Yo. You're trespassers. You are. Yo, you was conceived illegally. Yo, it wasn't even legal for you. Yo, this Yo. is not for everybody. Some of y'all were conceived in very loving environments. But to most of us, the rest of us, you are adulting out here because two people had sex and don't even like each other today. Think about it. Yo, your pops was just trying to get one off. You ever think about that? My parents are just together. Yeah, I know, but he didn't really want you. It was an accident. <laughs> I know, Yo, I know I was an accident. No, I know I was. Yo, me, your fam. My parents be trying to get that off. Like, no, we welcomed you out of love. Yo, y'all was mad young. (laughs) My mom was 21. Like, shut the fuck up. You You did not want to have me. I was a oops, baby. Stop this. (laughs) Some of y'all, your mama don't like your daddy, and your daddy don't like your mama, but you still got to pay them bills. I'm sorry. (laughs) Who's next? All right. Sicko Award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Alright, the Sicko Award is going to someone who I have always considered a best friend. And I'm going to be transparent. I hate that I got to talk about this shit. 
Because y'all know I hate to get serious on my podcast. Mm-hmm. That's not what I want to do. And I went back and forth all week about whether or not I was actually going to talk about this and really dive into my feelings on this because I don't like to make emotional decisions. However, a friend of mine called me the other day and said, I have to tell you something that's not sitting right with me. And what he told me in my mind was the answer to whether or not I should talk about this. So let's talk about it. Somebody out there is going through a situation where you never in a million years thought that a person that you were friends with, loyal to, been through it all with, would ever cross you, hurt you, or do anything negatively to you in any kind of way. And it happened. And for that reason, I am going to talk about it. Apparently, between Will Smith and my best friend, light-skinned men are on something different this week. And just when I thought that Slaughterhouse were the only ones going through a situation where you had to question the loyalty of men that you were willing and ready to go to war with, no, it's also happening in my house. The death of a dynasty. It's important to note, me and this individual have been friends for over 20 years. Closest man to me, outside of my dad. By far. I've been through everything with this man. And by everything, I mean everything. This is my dude, yo. This is a guy who not only would I have died for him without thinking twice about it, I would have died for anyone close to him without thinking twice about it. Because he's my brother. And we've always had what I believe to be the absolute best relationship that two humans can have. So much so that anytime somebody would come around us, They would speak to that. Damn, I've never met two individuals that were more close. Even people who knew me would say when I got around him, I was a different person. Never saw this side of you. You're so open. You're so, like, relaxed. There's no wall up. Level of comfort that I've never experienced with another friend. And of all the friends in my life that I've had at any point in time, I never thought I would be sitting here in this moment talking about this one in this way. But I have to get this shit off my chest. Shout out to Jers, who called me earlier today and said, Mo, don't do this. Don't talk about this. I thought about it. But no, I'm going to do it. So, <laughs> in the last couple years of my life, for whatever reason, I want to walk y'all through what I've experienced. Imagine having a friend. Best friend in the world. When I tell you me and this guy have never discussed money, I mean, never. We met each other broke. As kids. Same man I used to learn how to write 16s with, learn how to make music with. That was both of our dreams. In the back of my mind, I'd always said, I don't know what his life is going to do or where his path is going to take him, but mine is going to take me this way. And when I get there, I'm bringing him with me. There's nothing to talk about. This is my guy. I die for him, but even better than that, I live for him. And we never was the kind of dudes to ever talk about money. That's important. For some reason, last few years, there had been conversations that would come up all the time. And he would always bring up money. I don't know why. Yo, I'm getting this kind of money. Yo, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Yo, money is going this way to my wife. Yo, I'm spending this money on my family. It was kind of weird to me because I'm like, why do you keep talking about money, bro? Like, I don't care. You're not dating. You're my guy. What does that even matter? So it got to the point where one day I went to my pop and I was like, I kind of need you to explain this to me because maybe I'm tripping. But I feel like my dude keep bringing money up all the time. Why? And that was where it started. My dad, like a lot of other people, started to tell me this is a common situation. Therapists got involved with this. Few people told me. This might stem from jealousy. I wasn't willing to accept that. What do you mean? Well, there was a point in life where he may have felt like he was the most successful one amongst his peers. Which is true. He got to it first. Great job, family, house, kids, all of that. Now, when it was his turn, I was struggling, y'all. 
I couldn't take no vacations or trips or none of that. I couldn't do anything. But he was winning. Brought me up to his job, and I cheered for him, rooted for him, was happy for him. Regardless of what I saw. When I showed up to the job, oh, shit, y'all got a coffee machine? Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> y'all got water? Never seen nothing like this in my life. Crisps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the energy I was on. Then, as my success started to find its own place, it seemed as if he started to go a little harder with telling me what he had. I'm like, why? Why does it even matter? And that's when they started to put it in my head that maybe, just maybe, he feels as if your success is visible. Mm. People can see it. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to talk about it. Whereas his, not so much. So he has to go out of his way to let you know and let everybody around you know, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm getting it too. So I thought, no way. No way that this dude has been friends with me since we was little broke dudes. Is going through that, right? Well, it kept happening. It even happened at one point where it was in front of my parents, and he said it to my mom and my dad, yo. Y'all are getting more money than I know what to do with. Is that, why would you ever feel the need to tell your best friend's parents about how much money you get? What What relevance does that hold? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's weird. It's weird. That's Who really cares? Weird. Why, like, why are you doing that? And that's when my dad said, damn, well, I, I thought you were exaggerating until I saw it for myself. Now, fast forward. All right. I let it all go. You getting all this money. You doing big stuff. Cool. I don't care, bro. Get it. Proud of you. Happy for you. Shine. Takes me back to what I've always told y'all. There's a lot of people that are in your life who claim to love you and want to see you do well until you're doing better than them. Then it's a problem. And I'm not saying that this is true for him. I don't know. I can only go off of what I've felt. This is what I felt. So we got this trip to Vegas now. It's supposed to be him, myself, and our other brother. Three of us. We go on to Vegas. We say bet. He has a timeshare in Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's a three-bedroom. Right. So he says, yo, we can stay in a timeshare. Right off the strip, we lit. We say, all right, cool. If that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. We book it. Weeks go by. Now we about a couple weeks out from the trip, and he says to us, hey, I'm flying two of my people out, my cousin and my homeboy. You flying them out? Why? Well, they don't really have money like that, so I'm doing it. Okay. That's that's what you want to do. You want them to have a good time? Okay. So he claims, cool. I just thought to myself, do you know what you're doing? Because you may think in your mind that the financial situation stops when you fly them out, but it doesn't. You got a food. You feel housing. me? Housing. We in Vegas. We going to parties. It costs to get into these parties. To get in the club. You yeah. want a section. You want a bottle. You want shots. Super, super expensive. Everything costs in Vegas, fam. That ass, though. No, but fam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you ain't just flying them out. So you got all that? Because if you don't, guess who ends up paying for it? Mm. We do. The three of us. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong. Yeah. When we order when we order shots or when we get a bottle, they got a drink, right? But they don't have no money to put down on it. It's okay. But we still got you. There was no conversation ever about, are y'all cool mm. if I do this? If I change our plans that we had originally. Boom. Right. Just tells us, nah, yo, that's how it's going down. So my other dude asked a valid question. Yo, you said it was three bedrooms. Now you're saying it's five men. How are we going to do that? Because I'm not about to be a roommate with another dude that I hardly know on a vacation. Now, I thought it was kind of common sense that as a grown man, you're not about to share a room with another grown man. Y'all going to get your own room. Come on now. I thought that. I mean, come on. I have not had one guy say to me like, No, that's how I travel. Like, no one travels like that. The only way you travel like that is if you don't have the money for another option. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? But you've been talking about money. Mm -hmm. So that ain't the problem. So why, in your mind, do you think it's okay for you to have your own room, but now me and and, and my dude got to share a room with your two people? Where they do that at? They don't. (laughs) Exactly. 
So he texted him that kind of jokingly, like, yo, how we doing this? Thinking his response would be, nah, they staying in another room or I got it all worked out, something like that. Nah, he said, yo, listen, y'all acting like divas. Y'all no. are complaining. No. Oh. Promise you. Oh. Y'all acting like divas. Y'all want y'all own rooms? It's that serious? I'm paying for everything. I did all the work. And all y'all are doing are complaining. So if you don't want to come on this trip under these circumstances, then accommodate yourself elsewhere. Find another way. Are y'all not putting in for this same room that y'all are? Katie, I was under the impression because when he booked the timeshare, you booked it because it was your timeshare. Mm-hmm. So I said to him, what do you need? He said, don't worry about it until we get there. So you're not paying for all of nothing because we're going to pay our share when we arrive. But he said to us, y'all are all on payment plans. A payment plan is when I can't afford it and I ask you to hold me down right now and I give it to you later. That's not what happened. I said, yo, the money is here. Who is he talking to? Tell me what I have to give you. That's it. Right now. That's it. And I'll do it. So what are you talking about? You're paying for everything. No, you're not. You're paying for those two guys. You ain't paying for us. They may be on a payment plan. We're not. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, first of all, why did you even think it was going to be cool for grown men to be in here sharing rooms in Vegas? So what's going to happen when one of your little homeboys bring a little Dusty home? Mm. What I got to do? Wait in the living room? Sock on the door? What is, like, what is he thinking? That's childish. Exactly. So then on top of all of that, you tell us if we're not cool with it, we could kick rocks? What? And then he said he did all the work. So I asked him, oh, what work? The trip hasn't happened yet. You booked a room. That's a couple clicks. And it's your timeshare. You had to do that anyway. What work? His response is, now you demeaning my efforts. No, I'm not. I'm asking you what I thought was a logical question because you are going crazy for no reason. Sir, demeaning what effort? I don't know. Right. He created an itinerary and all that No. Okay. Okay. He booked a room. (laughs) It was no itinerary that either of us know about. Everyone else booked their flights. They booked everything else. Bingo. Thinking about anything else. I booked my own flight. I literally you asked say, him. You say, hey, I have a timeshare. I'm going to book it. Y'all pay me when y'all get here. Okay. Now, mind you, we're your two, like, homies, homies from forever. These other two dudes, yeah, they family to you for sure. One of them is like his family family. That's his cousin. That's fair. Blood. Blood. The other guy, that's his homie, but they just knew each other for a long time. They separated at very young ages, and they ain't really got it rocking with him throughout the 20-year progress like we did. And you tell us, now nah, I'm bringing them. They don't have no money to add to the trip. They couldn't fly themselves out. But you tell us, kick rocks, because you bringing them in. Because you're trying to flex and show off. Bingo. Bingo. You hiding behind this facade of, I just want my brothers to have a good time. Do you? Because if that's what you really wanted, then wouldn't it have mattered if all your brothers were there? Mm-hmm. That wasn't important. Together. To Together. That's what your priority should have been. But it wasn't. But it sounds like you're over compensating for something that That you're lacking. So then that's what I said in the text. This don't come off as if you trying to help your brothers. This comes off to me as if you are literally trying to use human beings to help your ego. And I'm not that guy. And, And why are you doing this? Yo, you're my guy. You're my brother, dog. So you know what? My dude calls me. While we're in this text thread, mind you, I'm in BBA while this is happening. I'm on this amazing trip, getting this amazing perspective from these families and these children who are dealing with things that us as adults will never have to. And I got to look at my phone and deal with a guy yelling at me and disrespecting me because we simply said that we don't think having a roommate in Vegas is a good idea. Wait, through text? Yes. He's going off. We divas, we complaining, we all this. My dude calls me and he's like, yo, what is he going through? I said, fam, I don't know. But he been on this for a while. And I think it's tied to this whole money thing. And I'm not even sure who he is anymore. 
He's changing right in front of me and it's hurting me because this is not the first friend I have lost or had to fight with due to success, which is weird. And all that shit is weird to me, by the way. When you go around your friends who've been your friends forever and they start doing shit like, what up, Hollywood? Yo, what up, too good? Yeah, I'm saying. But that feels like at some point, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mo, that's a different kind of hurt. Oh, hell yeah. When you've been with someone in the trenches. Fam. In the trenches? When they knew you in the trenches? Like, what do we do? And that's why I'm starting to learn, Katie, that that's people always think, yo, money change you. Fame, fame change you. It's not that. It changes how the people view you and treat you. But if you a real one, you don't change at all. I ain't changed a bit. I got a dude who was my guy, yo. We grew up together and all that. Last time I was in New York, I hit him like, yo, where you at? I'm at the crib. All right, I'm coming through. Nah, don't come here. Why not? Yeah, I'm still in the same spot. You don't want to be over here like that. What are you talking about? You think I don't want to come to the projects? I grew up in the projects. It's still me. Nah, nah, it's cool. I'm going to get with you tomorrow. So I was like, all right. He never got with me. Never even hit me back. We have not spoke since that day. That's my fucking dude. Like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right. So now with, with this guy, I told my dude what I told him. He got off the phone and he said, I'm going to try to work it out with him. We're going to try to get to Vegas and work this out. I told him, I said, I think that's a bad idea. For one, he ain't the guy you think he is. If you not go back, anymore. Not anymore, exactly. If you go back and you try to talk to him, he's going to show you the new him. He's going to start talking about money. He's going to start talking about, he said, he ain't never spoke money to me. I said, okay, wait for it. Number two, I don't think it's a good idea because when we go to Vegas, as much as we may try to quote unquote work it out, you're going to be drinking. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Chest start getting poked out when the alcohol is here. Courage start coming out. I'm, I got too Truth. much to lose to be fighting with my own fucking friends in Vegas. Yeah. So he says, I got it. I said, say less. He goes into the text, into the group text. Yo, I don't know what you're going through, bro, but whatever it is, just let us know. We can talk about it. Is it home? Is it this? Is it what? What is it? Is it financial? Do you not really have it? What is it? Because why are you doing this? And I had made a comment about, in my experiences of being around people who have real money, they don't talk about money. That's just my experiences. They don't tell you what they have. If anything, they don't want you to know. They don't want you asking them for shit. They talk about how to get more money. Those are the circles. All that bullshit of, I got this, brag. I got that. They don't do that. They, they don't, don't brag, bragging. Right. The ones who don't have it. Nobody who got it doing that, but that's just me. That's just my experiences. He wrote back right after my dude texted him that whole thing saying what you really going through. He wrote back, yo, I got an 800 and something credit score. I got 150K worth of credit in the bank. I got this in my pocket, and you don't want to know what's in the bank. Yo, what? Yo, have you ever had somebody try to send you their credit score to stunt on you? What are we doing? At that point, I would think you're trying too hard. Way too hard. To prove something to me that now negates what you're trying to prove to me. Your credit score? I felt like Iverson. We ain't even talking about cash. I'm supposed to be the franchise player and we talking about credit? (laughs) Yo, I... Yo, hi, <laughs> Romeo. Why is he telling me about credit? <laughs> and I'm like, and I don't want to do this, right? Because I'm like, I don't no, talk money. Right. In none of my circles do I ever do that. I don't have to. I would never do that. That's corny to me. If I have it or I don't have it, you'll never know. It's corny. I'm not doing that. But I had to get real with him. Like, you talking to me. It's me. Don't do this with me. You booked a flight from Denver to Vegas and it was a layover. Don't do that. Money don't do shit. Yo, all right. <laughs> now you was sitting in economy instead of first class. That's what you just Katie, said. I know you want I'm just I know you want in coach booking a layover <laughs> from Denver to Vegas. They right next to each other. They next door neighbors. You in economy. Yo, Phantom. Yo, it's will you be my neighbor? Like, stop this. <laughs> yo. You get to think of the Greyhound at yo, that fam, point. Yo, fam. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Megabus is a dollar. Yo, <laughs> yo, the layover was in Puerto Rico. They took you this way to bring you back. This. Yo, don't do that. What are we talking about? Like, don't, don't, stop. Stop. 
Yo. Yeah, yeah, I gotta stop laughing. You want spirit? (laughs) Out of all the airlines? (laughs) You the pilot? (laughs) You talking to me about money? (laughs) If you got that much money, why are we sharing rooms? Why are we even having this conversation? Because he doesn't have that much money. I am so upset. I don't want this to get twisted. This is not a diss song. I, it sounds I'm like hurt, yo. Nah, it sounds like at some point he was trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? Mm-hmm. He was trying to keep up with the facade, right? Mm-hmm. And when you surpassed him, he was trying to keep up, and he was probably doing good. But something happened. There was something happened that knocked him off a couple of notches. A lot of the same people close to me have said this. Where same he thing. was below you on the totem pole, right? Mm-hmm. But he still wanted to be like, no, I'm better or equal, whatever, whatever it may be. So he's trying to keep up that appearance when he really can't keep up that appearance. So you try to overcompensate. That's. That's, but when you mm-hmm. overcompensate, you're not realizing because you're so caught up in overcompensating. You're so caught up in yourself and your ego and all this other thing and your pride that you have blocked out the true meaning of friendship. All that, that stuff is yeah. going out the window. Where are we even at at this point that you're doing this? Who are you impressing? That was my thing, too, because this is like it doesn't matter what ego, what whatever you have that you're dealing with. If you're struggling, but that's your homeboy. Mm hmm. Why do you think we care? Hey, man, I'm your, I'm your homeboy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm struggling, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I got you. Yeah. That's like, what we do. Or, like, I don't I don't need your help, but, like, it is what it is. I'm not going through it. Exactly. I don't need your help. Exactly. Listen, bro, I'm not doing well, but, like, that's life. Fuck it. it or if, if you are doing well. Right. If you're killing it. Who cares? Who cares? Why are you telling us no women in the room? Because he Who wants are you to, impressing? Because he wants to be better for more, more reasons. More reasons than one, he wants to be better. And that's what pisses me off. Like, that's the weird shit that I'm tired of is why does it seem like people you love, this could be your significant other, this could be your best friend. Why are you competing with me? Yo, it'd be people that's competing with you. You don't even know that they're competing with you and they still losing. How are you losing a battle that only you know you win. All right. You getting it. I ain't going to deny it. You got it. You big Willie style. Yet mm-hmm. somehow we still having this whole debate over sharing a room. If you got it, you ain't got to brag about it. Exactly. That's what. I, right. That, that's the thing. And I, and I personally, have y'all ever traveled with somebody who got real money and they asked y'all to share a room with them? No. No. That doesn't happen. So this is where the confusion comes in. I'm trying to figure out why he has this energy that doesn't make any sense toward myself and my other friend because we are the really the three amigos i mean we've been this is genuinely the death of a dynasty that's the thing that's so fucked though like because he's your like childhood yes bro i'm talking about 20 plus years and he reminded me of that when i said to him at what point do you stop to realize that you have a bunch of men which was myself my dude my dad the guy he's going on a trip with, bunch of men around him saying, yo, you wrong. So if you got four or five men around you saying, yo, fam, you dead wrong, at what point do you stop and go, it might be me? And maybe this is a Virgo thing. He's a Virgo. Joe Button's a Virgo. They both light-skinned Virgos, though, so don't compare them to me. But they were both sitting in situations because I just saw Joe Button do this. Five men are around him saying, yo, you dead wrong. He's still fighting. At what point do you go, yo, you know what? It ain't no shade to Joe because I fuck with Joe, but it's like at what point? You know, I might be wrong. Pride. It's a you ego. won't. Pride, so let, pride and ego. So let's go to pride now. You won't. Let's go to Say pride now. Wrong. He starts to go into all of this. Yo, I did this for you. I did that for you. Yo, in the 20 Oh, my God. Oh, do me a favor. Don't do me no favors. I can't stand when people do that. What is that? Yo, if you don't do something for somebody out of love, then don't do it. Half the time, these people that be complaining about what I've done for you, it be stuff they did that you ain't asked them to do in the first place. Don't throw in my face what you've done for me when we've been in a friendship, a brotherhood, a relationship, or any of that. Because we've both done for each other. That's the point. You keeping score? That's love. Like when you're in a friendship, a brotherhood, a sisterhood, whatever. If I do something for you and vice versa, it's because it's out of love. Not because I'm keeping tally. Who does in that? A book. Like I expect that in a relationship. I think my girl right. might tell me that at one point in life. I don't think my dude. 
It's going to be like, look what I've done but for you. But even in a relationship, you shouldn't expect you that. You shouldn't ever do you that. You shouldn't even if expect If you're that. not doing it out of love, don't do it. Because I'm not the guy that asks for anything. And he know that. Anybody who know me know that. We talked about this earlier. That's not even a, a, a thing amongst us. And it should be. We should ask for help more. We don't even do that. Why? Because of people like him. Who the moment they do something and then things get a little iffy on they end and they want to get emotional. And look what I've done for you. Yo fam, don't ever do nothing for me again. Because you mm-hmm. think that I wouldn't have got to where I am or be mm-hmm. who I am if it wasn't for you? You that much of a narcissist? Are you kidding me? You got to relax. He wrote a book in the text message. I'm talking essay. He didn't even do a voice message? The man wrote a 12-page essay while I was at Disney. (laughs) You know what I said back? Okay. Not even. Respect him too much for that. Oh. I said, I'm either sorry that happened to you or I'm happy for you. But either way, I ain't reading that shit. I ain't got time to be reading this shit. Are you kidding me? Oh, boy. Oh, though. I'm in Disney. I'm at Epcot. <laughs> Fireworks are going off. I can't read no 12-page essay. Then my dude that was in the group text called me and said, yo, you stupid. You shouldn't have said that, but I ain't read that shit oh, either. Oh, he sent it in the group text. Yeah, hey, who's reading that, Katie? It was literally 12 paragraphs. Are you kidding me? Yo, I'm not reading. Yo, fam, you got way too much money to have this much time. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm Just do. When the last time you think Diddy sent an essay through text? He did. And it wasn't about money. Nah. Well, we, so I was like, I'm not. And he was like, exactly my point. If Y'all don't want to so- take accountability. Y'all assuming that you was going to be in a room by yourself. Yo, dog, but as a grown a man, you right. I was assuming I was going to be in a room by myself. <laughs> to me, that's just like assuming when you go to the movie theater, there's going to be a screen. Duh. Duh. When last time you called the movies, it was like, yo, before we before we show up, yo, you got a screen. The fuck. Was he sharing a room with? No, no. It's three rooms. He was gonna be by himself, and then me and and me and my man's was gonna be in the room with 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 his two mans. Oh no, he fucked. And he talking about we assuming you was assuming that we wanted them to come on a trip in the first place. Why you playing babysitter all for your ego? You want to show them a good time. But the moment they they piss you off and you get in your emotions, you're going to do to them what you're doing to me and tell them what you did for them. And that's why I don't let anybody do anything for me. And it's fucked up that we got to have that mentality. But look where it comes from. Yeah. Oh, I came to talk today. Go off. Just when you thought my man can't do me no worse than that, he calls my dad. At this point, he's no longer your man. Exactly. <laughs> He calls my dad. My dad basically tells him all of the same things that me and my dude already told him. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he called him for advice. Hey, your yo, dad? dad. Yeah. What? That's what he did huh. for some reason. My dad tells him, fam, you dead ass wrong. He gets off that phone conversation saying, you're right. I got a newfound perspective and you're right, I am wrong. Then he calls someone else. He talks to him. Can't say the name. He don't want to be involved in this. That's fine. But he tells that person, same thing. Y'all are right. I'm wrong. Here's where it gets great, Katie. He said to this person, after thinking about it and getting some perspective, I'm wrong. And if they want to fix this, all they have to do is call me. Hmm? Yeah, I had the the same look. What the fuck? I I said the same thing. Y'all have never heard a person say, I'm wrong, but you got to call me to fix it. So I got to call you and apologize for what you did to me? That's the most... How much of a narcissist can you possibly be? Oh, brother, I hope you run into him and you slap the shit. Fam, who does he think you he would, is, You would man? think he's People's Magazine's finest man on earth to have some nurse. Are you kidding me? I got to call you? So I And feel, you know you're wrong? My initial reaction when you said that he called these people that are in your life was that <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to build an alliance. He was like, who's going to be beside me? Who, who got my back? So then that didn't work. You got to lick your wounds, but you still have pride. So people are telling you you're wrong, right? Yeah. No one's on your side. Yeah. But you still feel like you're in the right. So, of course, you're going to be like, well, he has to reach out to me because you're still trying to hold on to that. Nah, because he already said he was wrong. He said out his own mouth he was wrong twice. To who, though? 
I mean, not to us, obviously. Exactly. But he can't. Well, maybe he can be at this point because I, I always saw him as a very intelligent man, which is why I'm very confused by all of this. That doesn't make any sense. But he has to know oh. that if you talk to my dad, he's going to tell me what you said. Right. right. At this point, he's 100 percent aware, but he's not backing down. Right. That's it's like I'm going to stick to my guns. Right. Pardon ego. Pium, pium, pium. So you so you you lose twenty plus years of brotherhood from the two of the closest dudes to you, and what do you gain? What has he gained? Nothing. But he won't know that until it's gone. He won't know that until you and your other friend are fed up. No, we're fed up. And when it actually hits him, that distance hits him, and he realizes that friendship that I had, that like what I really needed in my life and what I had in my life for all these years is gone. He's not going to realize that. I don't think he's ever going to realize it, Katie, because he still has that credit score. No, he doesn't. We know that. No, but he's going to hold on to if it. If I had to guess. Who needs friends? <laughs> you have a good credit score. Yeah. Anyway. um, yeah. I hope that credit score will get, get him friends. Yeah, me too. The real one is 620. It's not. It's 200 less. I don't give a shit if it's. What, what's I the, mean, what's I mean the, I'm what's saying. What's the it go? E- either way. Don't ever flex way. on me with your credit score. Or credit, period. Who does that? Do you know never. how much credit I have? Yo, fam, that's not your money. I've never heard someone flex. How you, st- <laughs> you flex with somebody with somebody else's money? I got an 850. Yo, I can't wait for Romeo. Yo, the government thinks. Listen, <laughs> fuck with me and get some credit. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait for Romeo to disrespect me so I can pull up in front of a Chase bank and tell him that's my safe. Yo, fam, this is me. <laughs> I'm not going to disrespect you, bro. <laughs> that's not the point of the joke. Just go with it. <laughs> no. I then when you, listen. So all of this happens. He throws it in my face. Da da da. He tells us to kick rocks. So now I gotta, I gotta throw a few G's out in order to get me and my guys some rooms in Vegas last minute because this all just happened and now we don't have rooms and we still going to Vegas and it's last minute. Is what it is, right? I get a phone call from another guy that's in our crew, but is way closer to me than he is to him. And this is where I'm like, dog, are you really just losing your mind? Because he tells me, yo, your dude called me the other day. And I'm not exactly sure why. It's sitting weird with me. And I said, well, what happened? Did he say something about me? He's like, yeah, he did. And I said, well, what'd he say? And he said, well, are y'all going through something? And I said, yeah. And I told him what happened. And he said, well, that makes sense now. And I said, why? And he said, because this dude called me and was like, I just want to apologize to you about something that literally happened like years ago over fantasy football <laughs> where apparently me and my dude had got into a debate. You know, one of those little yeah. debates you get into. Right. And maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Neither one of us cared anymore. It's fantasy football. It's been years. It's been years. <laughs> he apologized to him for not stepping in between it and taking his side over me. What the fuck was the point of that phone call, y'all? Like, what? Like, are you trying to assassinate my character behind my back between the friends that you believe are mutual now? Do you not think that that's actually my guy and we talk every week and y'all nah. hardly speak and he's not going to call me and tell me what you're doing? Like, so you would apologize to him for something that happened years ago, but you won't apologize to the two dudes that's supposed to be your quote-unquote best friends and something you did six days ago? Can y'all explain to me what in the fuck the fact is going he, through his mind? The fact that he remembers something that happened years ago that's well, on his mind why still. Why do you even remember that? You that know Why? Something's mentally off. The screws ain't screwing up there. Mm. That's the only thing I can think of is that. And that's when we need the plies. (laughs) Shout out to the black culture quiz. Go ahead, Katie. (laughs) It's like something up there is not clicking. At that point, that that he brought up something years ago that was so minute. How wild is that? It's not clicking. So. My dude called me like, yo, man, y'all got to fix this. Y'all family. And I hate that. I hate when people say y'all got to fix this because y'all are family, but they don't never want to talk about why is, there, why is there something to fix if we that much of family? Amen. Because if we was family, then why are we even here? Why did he even think that it was okay to do that? Because mm-hmm. no family member of mine would ever put me in this position, and I just need to know before I close this out. Am I bugging? No. Not at all. That's, that's a little bitch move. And that's that. It hurts. I'm sorry. It's lonely at the top. Generally, like, that sucks, bro. Now, that's the one thing I'm like, the pain that you have to be going through. It sucks, man. Because I don't even want to imagine being betrayed by someone like, that. Yeah, like, we can I've joke. We can laugh about long. it. We can talk shit about him at the end of the day. Like, and what is it even over? That That's such a betrayal. 
Because at the end of the day, like, bro, like, it don't matter if I'm doing good, you're doing good. Like, we should be happy for one another. We should be supporting one another. Yes. Yeah. It goes back to the conversation we had earlier. We're supposed to support one another. We're supposed to, like, lift one another. Whether I'm doing good, you're doing good. Right. I'm glad you're doing good, and I'm glad I'm doing good. But the fact that you think that we have to compete, bro, we're not in a competition. At all. Ever. Never been. I'm on your team, dog. Exactly. Whatever I get, you got. The thing you've always told me was, I'm going to bring my people up. Big facts. Wherever I go, I'm going to bring my people up. And you have told me, if you can make money out of my name, I'm happy for you. 100%. And the fact that he took that and didn't. And that's from knowing you and counting on your genuineness through knowing you for how long? Like five months, six months. Nah, a little more than that. About a year, but. I mean, but, but we, we talking 20 years. Exactly. Of that's like, and we going through this. I'm fucking confused. I'm hurt. I'm embarrassed. I'm confused. All I know is I said a prayer to God and I always say the same prayer. If anybody is in my life and they are not genuine and they are not lifting me up and they don't have my best intentions at hand, then please remove them. And every time I say that prayer, boy, people get to getting removed. Mm. It's just never the people you thought it would be. And that's why distant cousins didn't work out. <laughs> Facts. Who's next? Reflective moment of the week before we get out of here. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about If you don't take anything else from the discussion that we had today, I personally think this is, if not the, one of the best episodes we've ever had. We don't come in this moment to play. And I think y'all know that by now. I want y'all to know this. I lived many a years making things harder on myself for no reason. Thinking that we have to live the way we were programmed to think. Which is, I can do it on my own. I don't need help. I got this. That's toxic. You can't do it on your own. Whatever it is you want to accomplish at some point in life... You are going to need some help. And no way we can continue to walk around believing that we can do this on our own and we never need anybody and then still sing Lean On Me as passionately as we do. Rest in peace, Bill Withers. Mm -hmm. Us, as a people, as a culture, all the things, we have to get to the place where we realize you will always need someone to lean on. It is okay to help somebody. It is okay to want to be helped It is okay to need help. Let the people who love and support you help you. You cannot do it on your own. That is not a weakness. That is a strength to be vulnerable enough to say, I'm dope as fuck, but I'm better with you. I'm better with support. I'm better with help. We have to get rid of that toxic mindset and mentality that makes us believe that it's weak to lean on somebody. It is not. And I know from personal experience that it's very difficult to do that because sometimes, Unfortunately, the people who you love will remind you of what they have done to help you for whatever reason, as if that's ever going to be the number one answer on the family feud board. (laughs) It's up there. (laughs) (laughs) But fuck it. It ain't about them. Let them have whatever it is they need to have in that moment to get through thinking that they did something. But you should always be willing to help someone else and you should always be willing to let someone else help you. That's the only way you will ever reach your full potential. Because we all need somebody to lean in on. Lean on me. Come on, Romeo. And I'll be your friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'll help you carry on. Just call If it was Vanilla Ice, he would have known it. But that's not here, <laughs> nor there. Who's next? Quote of the week. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. There is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. When we give cheerfully 
and accept gratefully. Everyone is blessed. You have not lived today until you have done something for someone who can never repay you tomorrow. And with that said, I hope y'all have enjoyed the moment as much as we have enjoyed being in it. Katie, Romeo, appreciate y'all being here. I think this was a great day. Thank you. Yes, sir. I had fun. Big facts. We love y'all. If you love us, don't forget, we going live in July, and we need someone to have sex with Katie. Ow. <laughs> and that lucky someone could be you. Till next time. Next week, bitches. Yo, one of the wildest moments on the BBA trip that I thought was super dope. Like, honestly, there was a BBA kid. His name was Alejandro. That was my guy. I mean, I absolutely fell in love with him and his family. They made me an honorary family member. So did another family. So I had two families that I took away from BBA because I'm him. Y'all just got to respect me. It is what it is. I take that personally. I feel good about it. But shout out to my dude, Alejandro. Yo, he had... The most amazing sense of humor, view upon life, everything. It's not important what he's going through. Just know he is absolutely amazing and a hero. But his sense of humor was so dope that no lie, there was one moment during the trip where a guy walked in. He was like a Disney character, and he walked in, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm looking for the superheroes. I can't find my superheroes. Where are they? I see the Incredibles are here, but there are more superheroes come. So everybody is like, what is this dude talking about? And Alejandro was looking at me like, yo, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know, because I really didn't know. I didn't read the schedule, but that's not here nor there, right? And then the dude goes, so the superheroes that we're looking for are, and then he starts naming all of the BBA kids, like those are the superheroes. And it's like this moment, and you're getting chills, and you feel so warm inside and then like everybody's clapping as he names the kids and when he said Alejandro I held him up and everybody cheered it was like this beautiful moment and as soon as he was done no lie I looked at Alejandro and I said bro how does that feel and he looked at me and he said he is trash at acting Mo (laughs) (laughs) I love Alejandro Yo, next week. I said you ever been lost. Time for a 1901 exclusive. So lost, you can never be found. Think you the cream of the crop till you climb to the top just to realize now you on the ground. On your way up, they gon' say you wasn't down. Feeling bigger shoes, they gon' say that you a clown. Here's what I found. Life is a bitch. No matter what they pitch, it's different on the mound. Uh, how the feelings and out of town. Never need a circle, cause really I'm not around. They was loud when I failed, that's out of bounds. Now we giving chase to the silence, it's not a sound. Day one, don't make them attend. We can kick it harder than Ryu, don't make them kin. I'm doing things that my friends never question. Now I see the ones that I question was never friends. I'm yeah. so blind. I sabotage myself with everything. Me and life probably should separate. My daughter give me hope for better days. Maybe I just need to meditate. Get out this desperate state. I get deep, sometimes get swept away. Round in the turn in the second base. Double it up, gotta get it by any means, yeah. Put all of my baggage in the back. Don't look in my rear view, man. Time move fast, but this shit slow down. When you stuck, feel like it just stands still. It's not a maneuver through all the land.